everyone, welcome to another episode of Opposites React. It is episode 72 on June 9, 2021. I am Sarah, and I am here with Tyler. How are you, Tyler? <laughs> every week you laugh at me. I oh, just have a very cute way of changing out lineup every week. Keep it fresh. I'm good. I'm good. Um, I remember that we said you're supposed to watch movies. I don't think you've watched more than one this week. Uh, you're correct. Okay, I, and we watched I, that one together. True. We can talk about that one for a bit. Um, Do you want to talk about our movie then? Yeah, sure. We can get out of the way because I don't think either of us were super stoked about it. So. No. I didn't even know of it until you mentioned to watch it. So so I think it was I think it was last week or maybe even two weeks ago on Disney Plus. They like the movie's been out, I think, since March, but you had mm-hmm. to pay. It was part of that premium access thing. Okay. So you had to pay like 30 bucks or whatever to rent it uh, before. And uh, but now it's available to all Disney Plus subscribers. Okay. So uh, it's and I, I heard good things about it. I, I you know the animation and the the story and stuff. So anyways, it was called it's called Raya and the Last Dragon. From what I can tell, it's an original IP. I don't think it's based on any other Disney property or I think it's just some new invention. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's I don't know. Uh, I'm not gonna go over the whole plot. Like long story <laughs> short, it's it's the the film opens with a big sort of monologue exposition about how there used to be dragons in this world in this fantasy world and then some i can't remember the name of the enemies to be honest there's some kind of creatures or i couldn't en- remember either that came out and started just like, like poison well, they would turn everybody into stone yeah uh, but anyway so these dragons had to all like band together and use their power to defeat the enemies but in doing so the dragons all got turned to stone with the exception of one dragon mm-hmm. water dragon um what was the name of the dragon Jisoo? Sisu, Sisu, okay. yes. Sisu is the name of the water dragon. So, anyways, long story short, after after all these dragons saved the world, apparently the world got fractured. Like there was, there was, they all lived harmoniously as one nation, and they all got split into like yes. five or six different. I think it was five. Five different like islands, essentially clans. clans yeah. Um, but there was a jewel. They, the dragons left behind a jewel. And if you've ever watched Inuyasha, mm-hmm. you would understand what happens. <laughs> the jewel gets fractured. Each clan gets their own fractured piece of jewel. Mm-hmm. And the main character goes around and collects, wants to collect all the pieces of jewel to bring the world back together um, and kill the poison whatever bad thing. Yeah, like right off the bat, the plot reminded me of like a video game almost like a video game fetch quest because you had like oh you have to collect all the different pieces to put the ore back together and save the world (laughs) but that's where the first problem lies is that the pacing in this movie i don't feel is well done it's probably it's just under two hours like hour yeah probably but i feel it could have been a mini series yeah like there was it did this whole monologue and then five seconds later it's six years in the future, and she's already gone and, like, found out where everything is. Well, like, she had a map. Well, yeah, so. but she she went and saw, like, every lake of the world to try and find the last mm-hmm. dragon. And literally, we after our six-year title card, she's at the last river. And then within, like, 20 minutes, she's at the last place to get the last shard. It's really quick. So really, the main focus is the monologue at the beginning and the ending. Like the whole middle just is too fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We're not going to go over the entire plot. Let's just say the mo- the movie's a little underwhelming, in my opinion. Um, I think I think the animation was great. Um, voice acting was for the most part good. Uh, but yeah, it's one of those movies like you know, your kids would probably enjoy most of it. It's not like you know, super funny. Like kids aren't going to laugh no. every five minutes or except for whatever the toot bugs. That happened, uh, that happened like twice at the beginning of the movie, but. Um, 
no, I, I don't know. It's it's yeah, it was okay. It was it was definitely not something I would have wanted to pay like premium premium access for. Uh, well, I think our our other big problem with the movie was that it was so formulaic. Oh, definitely, it definitely felt like a throwback Disney film where it's yeah, you know. Uh, the main um, takeaway from this movie was trust, mm-hmm. but then really in the end, it turned out to be trust anybody who goes against you so many times and has ruined it. So kind of came out in the story. In the it's end. like if you just blindly trust everybody, yeah. eventually something will go will go right. Eventually, eventually. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. I was gonna say after watching Mitchell versus the Machines, you can't keep comparing. I can't. No, I have to. They're both animated movies. They're both gonna be in the animated Oscar, whatever. There is zero possibility that this is even close to that, where that feels so fresh and funny and like just awesome. Where this was just like, I went back to the '90s and watched a Disney film and blew some dust off of this one. And this is what came out. That's all. I obviously didn't like it very much. <laughs> Yeah, I, it was. For, I wouldn't watch it again. It was forgettable. Um, but you know, if you're if you're scrolling through Disney Plus and you're just bored looking for something to watch, and it's obviously new, so I mean, yeah, if you want to kill a couple hours with your kids, or even just you know put the TV on, let your kids watch it for a couple hours while you mm. do something else. I mean, you know, it's not bad. It's not it the gets, worst thing in the world. No. <laughs> yeah, I, it's, it's it's just okay. Yeah, uh, we can move on. All right. So, <laughs> uh, been playing anything recently? Um, I started Mario Sunshine last night. I've been playing Tales of Exilia because you told me I had to. <laughs> and that's about it. I've been getting into those two, I believe. But that's all. Just just chugging along. How about you? Nothing's new with you. Everything's MLB. I'm kind of tempted to buy the new Ratchet and Clank game. It looks pretty good. I think Lucas would love watching you play that. It's just so hard just like dropping $100 on a new game. Well, that's I... what Shopper's Optimum Points are for. You missed Redemption Day. It ended yesterday. You look at me like, I know these things. I don't follow the Redemption Day. Well, you're going to have to wait for the next Redemption Day then. Well, fine then. Or you buy it now and I get like a crap ton of points. One of the two. Oh, okay. That's not a bad option. No, it's not a bad option. (laughs) No, you're right. I mean, it does. Everybody says it's definitely one of the most beautiful PS5 games that you can get right now. And you recently played the first one earlier this year with Lucas and he loved it. Mm -hmm. So I think it'd be great. It looks, yeah. Did you know the, uh, because I think they introduced a new character in this one for the first time. Do they? The female. I think it's a female Lombax. Looks okay, like a Lombax anyway, believe. but her name is Rivet. And she's voiced by Jennifer Hill. Oh, now I have to know this game. <laughs> Fem Shep is in it. Yep. Shoot, you didn't have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Um, yeah, I don't know. Other than that, uh, you know you know me. Playing my usual stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, want to get into the topic this week? Go right ahead. So, it's going to be a video game related. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I I was talking about this deal with you earlier before we got on on Mike here. <laughs> you want to see like on camera, on camera though. So before we went live, before the hot mic. Yeah, the hot mic. Um, I didn't really know how to start. Sort of start. The, I feel like once we start talking about this topic, well, it'll start snowballing from there. I just don't know how to lead into it. But basically, my question, which we posed uh, to both of us. I think you've watched me play on stream some games, and this is where. It comes from no, that was why I thought of it. <laughs> no, I, I thought about this myself last night as well. Like, so again, everybody obviously knows that for the last year, actually almost about two years now, I've exclusively, exclusively, pretty much been playing MLB The Show and Apex Legends. Fact. Now, those are probably two of my favorite genres. Um, if I had to like rank a top three or top five, like sports games and shooting games, obviously, and racing is a close third. Right. But you're also quite good at all those games. 
Right, which is where I'm leading into this mm-hmm. question here is what so what type of genres do you genres of video games do you wish you were better at or why do you think that you stick with the ones you do currently, right? Like what what stops you from sort of venturing out of your comfort zone? Um, and we can give examples of games in these genres as well. So like again, like for me, if I was gonna say so well you and I are Maybe not, okay, I shouldn't say, just because we're the same age, we obviously didn't have the same background growing up, but when I grew up playing video games, I mean, like most kids in the early 90s or even going in early 2000s, you know, it was platformers. Everybody mm-hmm. was playing Mario games and Sonic, Sonic games yeah. and... Mega Man. Uh, yeah, Mega Man games, uh, Donkey Kong Country, mm-hmm. Kirby, all yep. that stuff, right? All like side-scrolling platformers. That's just the way games, most games were made back then. Yeah. Um, like obviously there were sports teams and race games stuff back then, but the technology back then was so primitive that, you know, maybe there's a, I don't know, maybe there's a reason people stuck with platformers so much it was either just because you knew the characters or the games was just, you know, the, I don't know, there's something about the gameplay loop. Like even recently, you know this, we were sitting in bed last night and I grabbed the Nintendo Switch mm. and I started playing Donkey Kong Country 3 Yes. on the Super, or the Nintendo Online thing, yep. whatever they call it. Uh, yeah, it's just, you know, it's just like, I could just easily sit there and play a platformer for like an hour really even thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. And then, but yeah, like uh, I'll give a couple examples of genres that I think I stink at and why I don't <laughs> like playing them that much. Um, number one is definitely fighting games. Oh, that's on my list too. So like Mortal Kombat, yeah. you know, Street Fighter or any of that stuff. Uh, and the problem with, it's just because I don't have the patience or I probably don't have the brain capacity at this age to try and memorize all the combos and uh-huh, moves. Same. And, so I just end up button mashing everything, which is fine. Like, you know, when you're a kid and you're at an arcade machine, you're just, you know, mm. bashing joystick. That, that's fine. But yeah, when you're trying to play, especially, God forbid, you try and play online. Yeah. In any of these fighting games, you'll Don't get bother. destroyed in two seconds. So yeah, that's definitely not a genre. And I don't, I'm not, I'm not like overly sad that I'm not good at fighting games because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just, I've moved back. I, I did play them when I was younger. Like yeah. I played Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, and Soul Caliber. you the tournament for it? Uh... Not specifically for that game. Oh, I thought it was, it was one of the ones. That. No, yeah, I was okay at it back then, but uh, yeah, I, I've moved past that genre. Mm-hmm. Um, another one. I don't even know really know how to classify this as a genre, but let's just call it. I don't know. Let's call it uh, action adventure games. Okay. But that I specifically mean because I mean that's a very broad genre. Obviously, I'm talking in more recent examples of games like. Um, uh, you know, like the the the, the Souls games, yeah, okay. Dark Souls, yep. Bloodborne, uh, even like Sekiro. Mm-hmm. You know, but what I'm trying to get out of here is games where like like uh, death is very imminent. Like it's very easy to die in these games. It's very unforgiving. Like hard difficulty spikes, and a lot of it is based on for combat is you know usually with a sword or some other bladed weapon is usually based on timing, dodging and parrying, patience, and, right. <laughs> Patience, yeah, exactly. I think that's sort of my downfall with some of the. A lot of my examples are going to be. I just don't have the patience yeah. to learn a lot of these and to to be okay with dying mm, over and over and learn. over to learn patterns yeah. of enemies and stuff. I mean, again, that, that even goes back to when we were kids. You play Mega Man games and stuff, and it's all about learning patterns and timing and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think I have the patience for it anymore mm-hmm. at my age. So that's probably why I don't play those games as much, even though I kind of want to because they look. They most of them look good, and and, and again, it's it's. If you like a challenge, they're definitely rewarding games. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just I don't know. You want to before I take up too much of the airtime here. You want to have some examples of your own? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I would go back to fighting first. I am. I also am terrible at fighting. I can't memorize combos to save my life. Just like boss patterns. I wish I was good at Mega Man uh, or 
you know, I wish I could beat Shovel Knight. I can't. I can't. My my brain capacity is not there to memorize combos, memorize boss patterns. It's just not there. So I really hate when some of my favorite genres, such as Persona, puts out fighting games that have story bits in them. It's like, I have to play this game I'm terrible at, which means I'm not enjoying my time, but I'll still play it just to get the story bits out of it. Um, and also, I would say action adventure. Soul, not just Souls, because I have all those games and I just, I've learned I don't need them anymore because I'm just not good at them and they cause me stress. Um, but I would go even further and say games like Bayonetta or Devil May Cry, which are more fast paced versions of those. Um, again, it's, or Nier, early this year. I played Nier on baby mode because there was zero possibility I would have the patience to learn the boss mechanics and dodging and all that jazz. I am just, I was never good at any of it, <laughs> honestly. Um, but I'll, I'll show, I'll bring up a new genre. MMOs. I wish I was good at MMOs. I'm terrible. I love them to death. I usually play them to, uh, to um, customize my character and get the new armors and wear all the can, cool can things. You, can you give a couple examples of MMOs for people who may not be as sure. familiar with that World terminology? Of, uh, yeah. World of Warcraft would be the biggest one out there, I guess. Uh, and Final Fantasy fourteen. People, I, they're so daunting now. Like, you go into it, you're so far behind on the story. You're so far behind on the, how the mechanics have changed and... People are not the nicest to try and onboard you either. So, and they have so many Excel charts and stuff on what's the best moves. Like you have to watch YouTube video after YouTube video to find the order of moves you should use and which ones you should have, which ones you should be using and which ones you should be getting and getting, (laughs) forgetting and uh, what uh, buffs and debuffs to use and just like, there's so much to remember. My friend gave me a, like a, a keep a mouse for my computer that has like the 12 buttons on the side to play MMOs with him. And I'm like, okay, this should make it easier. And it doesn't. It, I'm just constantly trying to remember where is the five button? Where is the 12 button? Where's my fire spell? I have no bloody clue. So I just wish I could be better at those because I love playing those games solo. I'm okay if I don't bother anybody, but uh, I love Final Fantasy XIV. But to beat the story, you're forced to do some uh, multiplayer content. And it stresses me out because I don't want to hold anybody back. Uh, and I'm just I'm just not good. So I am stuck in the story in that game because I refuse to play with people. <laughs> but yeah, I wish I was good. I thought of a couple of recent examples. Uh, not recent, sorry. I mean, while you were talking, I thought recently of a couple of examples of uh, genres I did used to like when I was younger mm. but again I don't know if it's just that I grew out of them because of my lack of patience or what it was but uh, so when I was younger growing up with it I wasn't much of a PC gamer growing up we mm. had a computer in the house but again I was mostly playing Nintendo Sega stuff like that but when we did play PC mostly what I'd be playing was uh, like RTS so Command, oh, Command and Conquer Civilization? Uh, a little bit of Civilization Age, Age of Empires. Empires but Command and Conquer I liked a lot okay Red Alert yeah exactly <laughs> And I don't think I could ever do those kind of games nowadays. I um, wish I could. PC or otherwise, I just don't. Yeah, again, there's just so many, like, so, especially the newer, like, the newer, like, um, like civilizations or even the Sim Cities and stuff. There's just so, mm. so many mechanics. and They keep so, adding on and adding on. Oh, look, buy the newer version because we've added this brand yeah. new mechanic and a way to win. It's like, oh, it's more to learn. <laughs> the interesting one I thought of was that, so, I mean, I, in terms of, 
multiplayer shooters, mm. which I've obviously played since I was like, I don't know, t- 10 or 12 years old. Are you um, the same one I am? What? Go ahead. Oh, well, I was going to say, like, I, so in terms of like the PlayStation 2 era, which then mm. I guess I started, I mean, well, I guess you can go all the way back to Nintendo 64, like Goldeneye. That wasn't really online, that was local multiplayer, but Goldeneye, obviously, everybody played that back then if you were going to nope. sh- shoot your friends. But, uh, and then for me on PlayStation 2, it, it evolved into SOCOM. SOCOM. SOCOM was the first one where you're actually playing with friends, like online, you have headsets, and you know, like your own network adapters and stuff. And then obviously Xbox, you know, you had Halo, Call of mm. Duty, stuff like that got introduced. But, uh, so I've always liked, because again, like, it, it mo- again, most online shooters, you know, the, the basic, the mode that's in every game since inception has always been like Team Deathmatch. Right. It's always the most common, whether it's, you know, 4v4, 8v8, whatever the modes happen to be. And then obviously as Call of Duty and other genre, other games came out, they introduced more modes, you know, Search and Destroy, Domination, Free For All, that stuff's all been standard for years. But for whatever reason, I've never, I've always liked playing the Call of Duty games, going all the way back to like the 360 PS3 generation, but I never really liked playing the Battlefield games. I think mm. it's just because I don't like using, well, two reasons. Number one, I don't like using vehicles. Like I don't okay. like driving the jeeps and flying the jets and helicopters and stuff like that, but I also don't like just how huge Battlefield was. I was going to say that, yeah. Because I always found like when I was playing it, I was just wasting so much time because I'd be running across a map for like five minutes and I get sniped by someone I had no idea where they were. I'm like okay, like that's and that's part of again the, the allure of the Call of Duty games is it was always a quick, like the the time to to die in that game was so quick. It but you'd feels respawn good right away, to play right? those games too. Like yeah. it's such quick gratification. Yeah, right, that's what I mean. When you play the Battlefield, I know it's definitely a skill and a strategy to the Battlefield games. I just don't think I have that in me to really you conquer down and and like i know there was recently slow a, down. i know there was recently a huge reveal for the new battlefield game today i think isn't it in the future 2042 is it i don't know what it's called but i think it's in the future i didn't bother watching the trailer i'm just like no. well, i'm not gonna play it Mm-mm. i'm not gonna play battlefield i just know i know i'm not so yeah there's a shooter i wish i was good at and <laughs> it's only because of the aesthetics can okay. you guess shooter oh um light up bullet storm overwatch no. I what, wish really? I could Overwatch. Overwatch, eh? I love the characters. They're so fun. I want to be a little girl that has a robot friend. But I have played it, and I am the bottom of the leaderboard every time. I am so bad at shooters. Yeah, I thought the good thing about that kind of game was that you can still be like a support player. You don't have to be a good ne- shooter, oh, per I know, se. But I, but I, okay, being a healer... Okay. This is another problem with me and MMOs. Being a healer gives me a lot of anxiety. Being a tank gives me a lot of anxiety. Okay. I have to be a DPS. I have to be the one doing the damage. Right. Um, because otherwise I feel people depend on me and I don't like that. I am just way too nervous of a person to do that. So an Overwatch, I love it. I, I love unlocking skins, like different costumes and stuff. Like, oh, they're so good. I'm just so bad. I sold the game back because I'm just too bad at it. Uh. Um, I used to love playing racing games. I still do. You're but good at them, though. Yeah, I am. I think I'm pretty good at them. But also, it's just, but there's just there's not that many of them anymore. And the ones it's true, that it's are, a genre. yeah. And obviously, you still have your staples. Like you'll have your Forza. For Forza Horizon or Forza Motorsport for Xbox, um, PlayStation. I mean, PlayStation used to have Gran Turismo. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. To I be think honest. so. Well, I know it's still going, but it just feels like it's not really an important thing for so many anymore. Date. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and then obviously you have your kitty. You know, you've always had your Mario, oh, Karts. Mario Kart. Sonic had their racing games. Oh, those were pretty decent. Which are pretty decent. Um, but then but you yeah. have F one and NASCAR too. Yeah, you have you have your realistic, your sim racers as well. But uh, I've always I've never really preferred playing those games online. And the problem mm. with that just because online racing games, I mean, it's a it, it's a free for all literally. And what I mean by that is like when you 
you know, even if you're playing like a Forza game where you would think most people would follow the rules, stay on the track and race fairly clean, it just turns into demolition derby. Everybody's just trying to take shortcuts and ram everyone off the track and whether they're trolling or they're just trying to, you know, win mm. by any means necessary. But yeah, I never found racing games online, even like Need for Speed games to be very fun. I mean, there's always rubber banding, obviously, and mm. you know, if there's lag or any kind of delay in there when you're racing, you know, you see a car like teleporting all around the mm-hmm. race, you're like, okay, this is just dumb. But <laughs> um, this isn't obviously necessarily a racing genre, but obviously, growing up as a PlayStation player, um, I was really, I was really into the Twisted Metal games. Yes, those were really fun to play, uh, and I think it was was it yeah, there was a Twisted Metal I think on PS2 that had online Twisted Metal Black. Was that uh, I was one? gonna say Black. Yeah, I didn't play like that terrible was it ps3 twisted metal game yeah a reboot or whatever that was i heard that was terrible but yeah i've always liked those kind of games i used to play racing games and i was pretty decent at them okay shout out out there if you played or have even heard of revolt because that was a great game (laughs) a racing game that i was okay at and monster truck madness (laughs) those are the only two racing games i played because um i was okay at them and i played online like my I, little wee lad. I know one genre that I've never been able to get into, nor have I ever really wanted to, to be honest. But I know you have a fondness for it. I don't even really know what you would call it. Uh, but there is a name for it, I think. Um, you know, like like, like Harvest Moon type Simulation. Games. Farming simulations? Yeah, farming I, simulators. Yeah, I've never understood the appeal of those. <laughs> I mean, I know they're like calming and just like it's a way to just like you yeah. zone out and... But from a gameplay perspective, I just don't see why they're that appealing. Is there, is there a good or a bad at this game? <laughs> um, you can definitely optimize these games. Like right. you can get deep. You like you could make your Excel spreadsheets on when to grow the vegetables, what time of year to grow them. Okay. So if you're a micromanager and you're kind of like OCD yes. like that, you can definitely enjoy those games. Yes. Like, yeah, I can see where that. I'm more yeah. the opposite, where I'm just like, crap, I forgot to plant my tomatoes. Now I got to wait another year. Like. I'm just there for the chill, but you can definitely micromanage if you want to, for sure. You got to marry at the right time. You got to give them the right gifts. You got to make sure you know what they like. Got to get your pets, too. Oh, another, I'm sorry, I forgot another one now. Another genre I used to like when I was growing up in, like, the, I guess, PS2, um, game, no, not GameCube, PS, yeah, I guess mostly PS1, PS2 era was, like, stealth games. So the old Metal Gear Solid, Splinter Cell, Deus Ex, hit, even the old Hitman Hit games. Hitman's, yeah. Um, and again, I just don't. I think nowadays I don't, you have I don't no have patience, patience for, that. for stealth games. No. Zero. I we enjoy watching Hitman, but yeah. playing Hitman, no different story. Well, <laughs> Hitman's kind of a different example. But I was thinking more of even just like, and again, I think there's a reason why Ubisoft had. You, you, you can use Assassin's Creed and Splinter Cell for mm. both these examples. I think there's a reason why Ubisoft moved away from they those pivoted. games being stealth, like yep. slow paced, to being just. Kill fast. Yeah, kill fast. Uh, do whatever you want. You know, it's an open world thing. Yep. So, or even like another another Ubisoft example of one I can never really get into, just because I'm not, I don't, I'm not that intense when it comes to the tactical shooters. Oh, is Rainbow, R- Six Rainbow Six. Siege. Yeah, I I watch people play it online. It looks fun if you're coordinating with the team and everything. But I just, again, that style of gameplay doesn't really appeal to me. And it's impossible to get into now. Even well, yeah, if you liked now it. it is. Yeah, but. Um, it's weird. I had a really weird sort of love hate relationship with like Destiny when that came out because I was never a huge Halo guy, uh, but Destiny interested me, and I didn't play Destiny one too much. Destiny two, I played quite a bit and I liked it. I even played the online sometimes. But I think if you're still in Destiny, you are deep in Destiny. Like I have friends that are deep in Destiny, like merch doing every raid that comes out mm-hmm. the second it comes out. Um, crazy. 
maybe that's where I'm coming from is like Destiny you can also attribute this in a way to like games like World of Warcraft but with Destiny like you said those raids you really need to have a good like a coordinated team yes you know you can't you know you could play it obviously with some randoms online but your experience would be no like I think you are a good Apex player but you would be better if you had a core team to play with oh for sure like if yeah if I was I, I think yeah like on my own I I I still have fun and I think I can do pretty well. You're right. If I was in a fully coordinated team all the time and we were like, yeah. you know, playing on Twitch eight hours a day or whatever, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, we'd be pretty good. Um, but you're right. It, yeah. I mean, those games, communication is everything. That's and, why, like, I'm never good at a genre that has multiplayer aspects. Right. <laughs> I can't, I can't do team. Well, I mean, okay. So you obviously having a bit of a musical background, whereas I have none. There's yes. a reason why, obviously, you're much better at rhythm games than I am, whether it's rock band. Yep. Star Hero, DJ Hero, even like theater, like fun of anything oh, that involves yeah. rhythm or, or timing. Yes. I'm just like, I'll play those games that like normal, maybe hard, but you're playing mm-hmm. on like the hardest difficulty because well, for you yeah, it's them, second yeah. nature, right? Yeah. I have, I wish I was still better at them. Like I, I have a physical, uh, I physically cannot play them any better. I, yeah, for Rock Band, I'm not amazing or anything but i do play on expert same with guitar i play on expert just because i worked my way up there and i play it a whole bunch i play rock band four on brutal just to get a little bit of a challenge um which if you don't know what brutal mode is it takes away it only shows you the top quarter of the track as it's coming down so you have to memorize it by the time it gets to the bottom so yeah it's it's <laughs> it's pretty fun but yeah i i don't know if it's is because of music, like of a musical background. Um, but it definitely got me into other instruments, which was nice. Like got my sister into more drumming and it got me into wanting to play more guitar where I came from a piano background. And I use it really for a karaoke machine also, let's be honest. But yeah, uh, you are my backup bassist as well. Yeah. <laughs> let's play bass. <laughs> <laughs> um. I know what you're. I know what genre you're bad at. Okay. Puzzle games. No. You're abysmal at puzzle games. Because again, I, the core theme of all of my issues today is patience. I do not have patience for puzzle games. If there's a if there's a hint or a clue system, I will hammer that thing. I was gonna the bring. The first second I see it, I'll be like. I was gonna bring the professor. The professor Layton. Oh. It's a. It's like um. I don't know, a riddle, not riddles. It's it's a puzzle-based game. They give you like little snippet puzzles. Yeah. And Tatter gets to the first puzzle in the game. It's like 120 or something, but he gets to the first puzzle and he uses every hint and still doesn't figure it out and he just gives up. <laughs> game over. <laughs> oh, I'll never let him let that down. But yeah. Yes, yeah, definitely not my forte. <laughs> uh, you don't have patience for pu- or even not, not even like puzzle related. Yeah, that's a very specific example. Even if there's like a game... See, even something as simple as like say a uh, like a Tomb Raider game, mm. and you know most of that game is you're running around, climbing, shooting stuff, mm. and then I get to an environmental puzzle, <laughs> and I have to like lift a, bu- I have to like make a bunch of things like ropes, you know, fall over and hit. It's a, it's like a Rube Goldberg thing where you gotta make mm. everything ro- roll into each yes. other to open like a door. And I, I, I do something for like twenty minutes. I just get frustrated. Look on YouTube, I'm like how do I do this stupid puzzle? Yeah. So I get back to the part of the game I actually like. Yeah, and then eventually <laughs> you bookmark the FAQ and <laughs> you figure it out yeah. eventually. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I. That's why we stick to the genres we like. Yeah, but I, again, I just there are some genres I wish I had more interest in, or that I was just mm. better at, or didn't get as frustrated at, so I could enjoy expand my. Yeah, I my like. I wish. <laughs> I wish I was better at certain games to play with friends. Like, like my friends like to play uh, Heroes of the Storm. 
Okay. And I am not good at Heroes of the Storm. They like playing Destiny, obviously, like I said before. Um, they like playing MMOs. And I just feel like I am the one holding them back. The reason we're losing, don't bother bringing me along. <laughs> so I wish I was better at those things to play with other people. But I am just not. Just stick me behind a JRPG with a story and send me on my way. Yeah, I remember as a kid, like, playing, whether it was Super Nintendo or Sega, like, NHL games were always, even before, like, EA was a thing. Like, there was, like, NHL 94 and stuff like that. I was going to say 94. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, I've, you know, I didn't really get into, I didn't get in. actually, you know, what, you know what it was? You know what really got me into a lot of sporting games? Mario Tennis. No, no, I was going to say, for weirdly enough, Sega Dreamcast. The, oh. the 2K series specifically. 2K made great football games, great basketball mm. games, and, and their baseball games even were half decent. Um, I remember when they lost the football license to yeah. EA, though. Oh my gosh, the backlash. or even the even the yeah with EA. I got I yeah I played Madden all the time when I was young. Mm-hmm. I'd be I'd be sort of on and off Madden all the time. But I really enjoyed the EA the college football mm. and NCAA college football series they would do. Those were always good Can't games. Can't have that anymore either. No, well it's <laughs> kind of coming back. It is. They're but, trying. Um, yeah, uh, but like, like in the last, you know, like say four or five years, I mean, it's, for me, it's definitely obviously been like ninety-five percent baseball. Yeah, I remember you you got Madden a couple. I years bought ago. Madden a couple years ago, and I've bought NHL on sale before. Yes. I, I haven't bought an NBA game in years. Um, no, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is about baseball specifically that I enjoy playing so much. Like it's maybe it's just because. Do you enjoy the card collecting the most? Like well, that, not, not even that. Yeah, that that's an that's a huge part of the appeal. But for me, it's actually just the gameplay. I just really mm-hmm. I don't know. There, maybe there's just like no better feeling than just like crushing a home run in the bottom of the ninth and like you know. That's I don't so, know. It's funny because when I played it for Game Pass, I was like, <laughs> all I want is cards. I don't care about this gameplay. This gameplay is garbage. I just want cards. Yeah. So I guess it's hard to explain to someone who, like, you know, even if you're trying to explain to someone that likes watching baseball mm-hmm. and someone who doesn't, why do you like watching baseball? It's so mm-hmm. boring. Most people are gonna say it's like I don't know. It is nice to do. I find it. Sarah, why do you watch so much Grey's Anatomy? I don't know. I just do. <laughs> I mean, if you consider baseball and football are my two favorite sports, and those two sports have probably the most downtime of mm, any other major true. sport yes. you know, between plays. You know, I mean, like the mm-hmm. action amount is obviously in football, you know, you stop the, <laughs> stop the clock usually every 20 seconds or mm-hmm. not stop the clock, but the play stops every yes. 20 seconds or so, reset, and then, um, you know, in baseball, obviously, you know, the amount of action in an inning could be, you know, 30 seconds worth but i like how the sports you watch yeah require patience yeah it's a very interesting that's a very interesting uh um parallel not parallels or um, observation yes. but um yeah I, I, that is very interesting <laughs> <laughs> i don't know my, my brain i think is just broken in one way or another i like the opposite of i like watching the opposite of things i wouldn't normally like playing but that's funny because you watch baseball mm-hmm while you play baseball <laughs> very true <Yes. laughs> so you're getting your speed and your no patience while you're watching this little thing it's funny if i could bring a nintendo switch to the rogers center and somehow i have access to wi-fi or something in the, or data in the, in the stadium and just play it between innings while i was watching a blue jays game live it's not like you don't have a cell phone that can emit a hot spot that you can play the switch and watch mlb tv on my phone at the same oh, time oh you would just, yeah. you would <laughs> um Anyway, I, I guess that's I got no more examples to really talk about. I think I've gone over pretty much every genre I have or or either like or Not dislike. RPGs, but that's about it. I'm indifferent on RPGs. I always have been. I've tried to get them many times. I don't think it's just for me. That's so. fine. I, I I can't. It's I, for some reason my brain. I can't like get into. I can't say to myself, I'm going to invest forty to fifty hours into the story of this. Is the last one you enjoyed Final Fantasy X? Yeah, and again, I think that was just a product of that generation. Yeah. Like, 
like probably the only RPG that ever hooked me for whatever reason. And past that, I can't get back into it. Yeah, so, no, it yeah. was a great yeah. game. I can't it was blame game, you. Yeah. If you don't have any more examples, you want to give the email shout out. So if there's any genres you want to admit to not being good at or you want to gloat about something you are good at, you can let us know at whenoppositesreact at gmail.com. Trying to think of what next week's topic will entail. Um, there are going to be movies or sports. I don't need to do gaming ones back to back, I don't think. But Nothing I, new coming out worth what? Like you're going to watch Loki this week? Yeah, I want to watch yeah, the new Loki series on, on Disney+. Plus. Uh, We're going to watch the new... Um, I always forget his name. Oh, Jeremy Clarkson, Clarkson. on Amazon Prime. Yes. His, his new series. I forget what it's Clark, called. Clarkson's Farm. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited for that. <laughs> it's interesting. Um, yeah. I don't know uh, what tomorrow is. I, w- I would like to give a teaser for next week, but I don't have it in my head yet. So I'm just going to leave you have you guys a week. hanging. I have a week come up with it, <laughs> which means I'll come up with it next Wednesday morning, probably. Yes. I got but, told the topic two hours in advance. So yeah. <laughs> we're, we're good to go. <laughs> Well, uh, you know, as always, we appreciate everybody's support. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy the show. And we'll be back same time next week. Boys. Bye.